What? I wasn't going to do a commercial at the beginning of this one, but I feel like you that was the commercial. commercial. Don't you have to? I don't. I don't really have to. But you have um, to. Yeah, yeah you do. Um, Who is this brought to you by? <laughs> okay, I can do another commercial. Hold on. Why is he laughing? <laughs> um. Today's episode is brought to you by the color white. It's not that bad. The color white. <laughs> No one uses the white pencil crown. No one uses the white pencil crown, right? Unless you have a black background. You know what I mean? Oh, I you know don't know what, what that mean? means. I, I feel uncomfortable. I actually don't know what that means. <laughs> Listen, I've gained weight. That was one of my politically correct nursery rooms I used to do is uh, Ba Ba Black Sheep. I'm not comfortable saying the word black. <laughs> oh, really? That's yeah. a good one. There's the kind of thing that would blow up on the TikTok. Oh, potentially. Oh, God. The <laughs> you just have to call something stupid. Mm. That's basically it. <laughs> really? I call myself stupid all the time. Yeah, no oh, if you just go on there and you say cars are stupid and take a hard stance, people will argue with you. Let's cut a clip for TikTok that. right now. You want to? Okay, ready? <clears throat> Here we go. Ready? Air is dumb. You don't need air. Breathe nitrogen like a real fucking man. Did you know that air is actually 79% nitrogen? Air is air. Take your nitrogen and fuck off. Wait, uh, hold on. I, it's I, actually I, only like 20.8% oxygen. Pro, I was so. pro nitrogen and now I went pro air. I didn't even know. I can't even stick up with myself. No, you can't. You're already, you're both sides of the form God right now. It. You're arguing on both sides in the comment section right now. I actually, I actually, uh, I like when people like comment on like your social media and they say shit like uh, you're fucking stupid, and then I engage them. Then I'm like, you're so dumb, and I'm like, am I dumb enough to have been like using you to pump up the algorithm? Like you idiot, like you're wasting your time. Do like, you? Oh, dude, you should see. Like I, dude, that's something. So I've been doing it some shows sometimes. If I'm just trying to kill time. Comments? Oh yeah, you just open it and you just read them, and you're like these. Okay, <laughs> and you can get these, and this will be all in the last. Uh, Okay, uh, mm -hmm. situation like that occurred. I get it. I get it all. What? Back to Canada. That's whatever, weird. whatever floats your boat. Do you want me to read your comments as celebrities? I could do that for you. Mm, I want to live on a boat. That's very nice of them. Well, that's now nice. that's just stupid. Yeah. Okay. That's, okay. Uh, this guy clearly fucks. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, but did, you can't read your own comments. You've been hit on. <laughs> <laughs> you've been hit on the head. You've been hit on the head. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Uh, you're making up fake countries. What country know. did you make up? Canada. That's a that's a fake country? <laughs> yeah. None of uh, this is real? All of these are in the last 11 minutes, by the way. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. People hate me. <laughs> I, I'll read your comments as a celebrity. Hold on a second. Yeah, it sucks. <clears throat> as a fellow single white large male, <laughs> I used to live in an RV. Not the best line to start a video. Oh, I'm joking, of course. <laughs> See? Right, let's have another one. Um, <clears throat> love the love on all my comments, but seriously, how do you always see and like my comments no matter what? The video's about you. Happen to find me. So stupid. I don't even know what these uh, mean. So they like that you like their comments? Uh, that's but, what they like. They you were like tagging me. someone else. They were like adding another oh, person. They were, oh, yeah. Uh, it wasn't like me. It's like they're letting someone else. God, Deathmatch. Binding their comments on other videos. Oh. Okay, hold on a second. I think about, if the shooter puts his gun on. What the fuck did you. What is this post about? <laughs> if the shooter puts his gun away. I see you the people on TikTok are getting hey. older. Like it used to be a year yeah. mm -hmm. but now people like ants are using it and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's, a, that's just how it works. It's not it always just starts the young with the young people. Anymore, right? That's why TikTok will be dead soon. It's not the <laughs> Soon the old people take it over yeah, and the kids. Right. Dude, the not... one app that seems to go the test of time is uh, Snapchat. Snapchat. Kids, kids love yeah. Snapchat. Oh, it's like a younger it, Oh, yeah. Like, that's Snapchat? the one for the kids. Um, um, oh, it was a gun-related one. That's why. That's yeah. why you get all this gun comments. Yeah, that was the one. It's not the guns that are stupid. It's the people carrying them, and the tool is only as good mm. as how responsible the owner is. Something lacking in many Americans. <laughs> <laughs> That one was, uh, and you know how he started that video is, I think guns are stupid. Aye. And that's all they hear yeah, yeah, for yeah, the rest yeah, of the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. And the other ones, uh, you know, and just call something stupid. And I, that, that is a very high success rate. Thank God you don't own a gun. 
This should be just a whole segment that we just do where we just read people's. You know what? If you want a celebrity, read your uh, your comments and or your uh, letter. You can send me a letter at www.skgmail.skpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, by the way, um, this is what this I'm Simon King. This is what's wrong. Part two. We're five minutes in before I figured out how to fucking do that. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest this week, if you haven't watched oh, part yeah. one, what the fuck are you doing? My guest this week, uh, as last week, is Alex McKenzie, ladies and gentlemen. Hey! Hey! Comedian, talk about. Uh, comedian, hair model, um, mm-hmm. uh, fan of white rappers only, and uh, <laughs> yeah. that's a big one. That's very accurate. I mean, it's their music, but it's his music. You know what I mean? And, uh, and as always, my um, um, hold on, uh, what, what could we call you this week? What do we got? Um, obsequious. Have we done that? I think so. Oh, obsequious. We've done that. I'm running out of adjectives. What's a good adjective? Oh, oh, uh, I don't know what that it means. Uh, um, Descriptive word. Uh, oh, um, uh, running. A r- I run. Running. Okay. Is running. It, no, running's a verb. You Producer Mike <laughs> Greenwood. I just know that verbs are actually runnable. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's my runnable. green thumb. That's my green thumb. My green thumb. There there go. Go. Right there. <laughs> and uh, this. <laughs> <laughs> this is fuck this house. Uh, the, the house flipping show where we just burn your house. That's down. what I said. I said I fucked off my house. Wouldn't that be great if there was like a show on? T- you just pitched the show to like TLC or History or whatever the fuck they Discovery, wherever the fuck they. This is like it's so funny that History is just Nazis and TLC is just paternity tests. Like my six hundred pound life. And then, That's so great. And then That's Discovery when the world started just going like to shit. Right. The as soon as TLC got like Honey Boo Boo. Yeah. yeah. When the like, Learning Channel became about like exactly when yeah. you're like that was the beginning of the end yeah. that's when they realized you're like oh ratings yeah. Yeah. run everything you, you just know, need to, nature we want we like we don't need to learn we need to sell ads and that's the problem <laughs> and that's like what happened and then it just yeah. grew and then everyone bought into that then the news became that yeah where they're like we need more people watching yeah. so we can sell more ads yeah and then everything like dude like even sports now like look at the hockey players now yeah. they're selling their jerseys yeah <laughs> it's just it's oh, got yeah, to dude. the point where like, like look at the boards they, they superimpose on tv now on sports the glass Wow. So you know the glass, like yeah, around yeah, the hockey yeah, rink? Yeah. They have ads on the glass of the hockey rink because they're like, dude, that's ad space. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? I remember the first time I saw it, I'm like, that can't be yeah, lies. Yeah. So the audience members will just have ads superimposed on each other's faces. <laughs> this brought to you by... Where are you sitting? Uh, right behind Schick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sex and shit. Could you imagine? <laughs> the could you imagine section. paying 130 bucks for a ticket or some shit? And you get down there and you're like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> it's just like Canadian Tire. And you're like, "Ah, fuck." Dude, it's pretty crazy. There's got to be. Is there going to be an end to it? No, I don't like know. eventually, like no. everything just gets covered in ad space, right? This podcast is brought to you. By- <laughs> what about the? What about the There'll be no humans. It'll just be all ads. What about the streets? You're like driving down the street, and it's yeah. just like an ad coming at you. Time. That's what life is now. Yeah, exactly. Life is life is the thing is is, is late stage capitalism has so many wonderful things to it, and one of the wonderful things to it is that you have no escape from sales. Mm-hmm. You have no escape from. Think about how much every day you're inundated. We don't even see it anymore. It's like when you hear a sound all the time and you just kind of ignore it. Yeah. We don't even realize how much we're being sold to all the fucking time. It happens constantly. Think about every web page you go on that has pop up ads you don't even notice or look at that are on the side it's just YouTube videos you don't even pay but it's, cons- it's constant there's mm. more information given to you in a day now than in people's entire lives yeah. you know 150 years ago they just literally I mean even an, uh, even light is information technically your brain is processing something have and you so, seen them all? have I seen them all? <laughs> no <laughs> oh right <laughs> That sounds like someone, uh, something a dermatologist hears way too much. That sounds like something the mole <laughs> would say. Have you seen the mole? Sounds like something the mole would say. But that's the thing. I mean, have you seen this mole? <laughs> Does this look okay to you? Oh, that's no. going to be a whole new show. Does this look infected? <laughs> it's just everyone just brings on their wounds. Because <laughs> there's no healthcare in America, so they got to go on TV. To, like, it's like, a, well, I used to have that joke about the. The, the only form of healthcare is on about, TV. Like, they, they used to have that joke about they should have a game show where you just win your medication. It's like, he, here's this kid and this fucking and that's bald squid, kid. Squid. Sports game jersey out, tries to knock down bet. a fucking pinata full of interferon. So he <laughs> <laughs> the blood cancers made him weak, but he's got the willpower of a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> fucking wheeling around with one foot. He's got to kick the giant soccer ball into that net if he wants his insulin. <laughs> 
Get it. I'd love the uh, fuck out of sick leave. It'd be a great show. They're, it's going to happen. I mean, it is one, because people love uh, a few things. They love sex. They love misery uh, or fear, like true crime. Dirt bikes. I kind of think dirt bikes. I fucking love dirt bikes. Right? If you could have sex with a serial killer on a dirt bike, that'd be the ultimate show. <laughs> right, you know what I mean? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Uh, a, they made a show about Dahmer, a TV show I about Dahmer. You want to hear my Dahmer TikTok? Yeah, I want to hear your Dahmer TikTok. <laughs> let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. What was it? I forget. It's about, uh, oh, I could relate to Jeffrey Dahmer because uh, my life would be completely different if it weren't for the one that got away. <laughs> well, well, well. Pretty good. I like it. Pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it's not yeah. bad. If That's you've seen bad. Dahmer, that makes a lot more sense. Or if you know anything about Jeffrey Dahmer. Well, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't even know who he was until this oh, show man. came See, out. The thing is, is in my day, a serial killer, um, there, there weren't as many as now. Like back in my day, they put out a great series. Of, it was like an album. You had to right. like every killing. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, they just put out a single. Oh, I just shot up a school. <laughs> back then, it was a series of work. The Green I River Killer that. was at they it for 20 years. Now, nowadays, it's like, blam, 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 blam. Well, what have you done for me lately? You know? Okay, so your single's got 20 hits. Big yeah. deal. <laughs> you know yeah. what? This guy has been doing it for 17 years. Yeah. Could you imagine being a serial killer? You're out <laughs> yeah. there, and you're just fucking murdering people, right? And you're doing it in a certain way. You're like, oh, they're going to call me the poison killer because I poison people. I poison people all the time. I poison people all over this particular area. I poison them, and then they're like, the Lethbridge murderer. Ah, oh, fuck you. <laughs> like, you! You just got this terrible name that doesn't sue you at all. And now you want to call them. I'm like, listen, I'm not going no, to tell you where the bodies are. But what I want is, could you just please tell them to stop calling me the Lethbridge? I don't want that name. I don't want a better name. I'm the the murder captain. That's why I leave leave the captain's hat. I specifically left captain hat for a reason. (laughs) Captain Crunch is everywhere. What the fuck more do you need? You know what I always think? The most frustrating (laughs) must be the people who do like the mass shootings. And they get like four people. Yeah. And yeah. I go, dude, I think I could kill four people right now yeah. walking out of this house <laughs> yeah. with my fucking shoelaces. You could kill four people by throwing <laughs> that book out this window. That's what I mean. And I'm yeah. like, you had a fully automatic yeah. assault rifle yeah. in a fucking But subway. I wounded 20. Doesn't matter. You yeah, only killed you four. four. <laughs> like... Dude, not a good I could, uh, I might kill that many people on my drive home today. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and the problem is your name's I, on your house. Exactly. Uh, the thing is, is they, yeah, like they don't even report every mass killing anymore. Every mass shooting doesn't make the news. You got to be six suicides now. Yeah, you got to like really be. It? You got like they don't because there's what there's like four hundred something mass killings every year, like wow. four hundred multiple killings every year <laughs> in the states, and they don't report them all because it'd be the whole day. It'd be like a mass, which will eventually be a channel. It's like how many mass killings today? It's like the weather change. But they Can should you have invest like, in mass shooting? Yeah, you put oh, bullets, guns. People, yeah. Well, Spencer Weston does. Republicans do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. And um, but like the mass shootings thing. Yeah, it's like it's like I think that like first of all, shooting. What do you come on? Like it's 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 twenty twenty two. Everybody does that. That's hack. <laughs> if you're gonna kill someone, give me something interesting. Mm. Hey, this guy killed nine people with a toothpick. Thank you. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> put that on the news. How would you, know? you kill with a toothpick? You think? Oh, just a lot of stabbing in the ears. Or one ears good stab. No, you'd go, go jugular. Though. You would have to go jugular. With the fucking pencil. Do you think if you put? <laughs> Sorry, I watched a lot of jugular lately. Do you think if you toothpicked a jugular, that would do it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, How far would it pierces? Well, I mean, the thing is, is you could pretty much cover up a toothpick. Oh god, I watched jugular. that show Felon the other day again. You seen Felon? No. no. Is that late night with where he does all the stupid yeah, voices yeah, yeah, and mugs to the camera? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy Felon. Jimmy Felon. Jimmy Felon. Live. I fucked up the Tonight Show. Um, no, it's that great show. It's that guy. He goes to jail. Like his life is going great. He starts a company. Yeah. He's doing his thing. He's got a wife. They've got a kid. Okay. Sounds like you before comedy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then he meets this guy who's like, "There's a better way." <laughs> Someone breaks into his house. Have you ever thought about just taking a life to feel like God? <laughs> um, no, this guy breaks into his house, is robbing them, and then he like grabs a baseball bat, chases the guy. The guy runs on the front lawn. He swings the bat. Kills, kills him. him. Yeah. Now he gets charged with murder. But that's not murder. He, he ends up settling on manslaughter, I oh, think. Well, but he still ends up with three years. They're like, you got three, <laughs> three years. years. He's yeah. like, you fucking kidding? I'm going to jail. This guy broke into my house. Yeah, and yeah, they're like, yeah. nah, you do it. And then uh, <laughs> and then he goes in there, and then it just shows you this yeah, guy's what life. Happens, yeah. Dude, it's so sad. This guy's life just ruined. Because then on <laughs> yeah. the bus to jail, 
Because now you're going to jail with murderers. Yeah, yeah. It's where you're not going to a fucking one where someone like you know. Yeah, you're going to criminal like, university. The bag, the big boy one. Yeah, yeah you're with the guy. Yeah. And then on that one, on the bus ride out there, this guy fucking shanks a guy and just kills him. And that's the thing that that was just crazy. You just watch him like stab the guy a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Anyway, then he walks back to him and goes, throws him the shank, and says, "You don't fucking say a thing." Now he's got the murder weapon, and they're like, "Okay, here oh, we go. No. We're now adding a little bit to your term, sir." And then. He He's got to explain to his wife how it wasn't him <laughs> at the first talk, and then it just spirals from there. But then I mean, if you're going to get the sentence anyway, you might as well own it and be like, yeah, it's my first day. I murdered that guy <laughs> with the tattoos all over his body day one. <laughs> I yeah. What do you think I'm doing tomorrow? Yeah, look, I'm here, I'm here anyway. I might as well be. Well, that's the thing. Is it's like, my rookie season. No one's put up numbers like me in the rookie numbers. year. You know what they say? Uh, that? You know how many Aryan brothers I've killed this week? <laughs> but I like their music. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> but that's the thing is they say when you go to prison, you're supposed to find the biggest guy and kill him or beat him up right away. I thought you were supposed that's to let him how, fuck you. No, no. And then he was like, that's my no. guy. <laughs> You can do that. <laughs> you aggressively get fucked. Yeah, yeah, like, I appro- you, you're no supposed to approach the biggest guy, the big guy, and you're supposed to you're supposed to put down the biggest guy, and that's how you prove dominance. What do you do? You and just this tell me about weak I, ankles. You have how, weak ankles. This is how I deal with buffets. I go in. <laughs> like, how much roast beef is that? And they're like, Oh, this is enough for five people. The fuck it is. <laughs> and, like, and then everyone else knows that I'm the alpha, right? That's how they know. I do that at bars. How many shots can I get? Well. How many people do you have with you? I don't know, fifty. Give them to me. <laughs> I was like, "Where are your friends? Fuck my friends." <laughs> can you roast beef champion. that's not roast? I can roast beef right now. What are you, a fucking cow? Look at you, <laughs> with the horns. You fucking idiot. <laughs> no. <Sorry. laughs> what about? Can you oven bake um, ground beef? You could oven bake. What would that, you, I mean, what does all that you got to do is, is get the meatloaf? temperature up. Is that just talking about meatloaf? Well, no, because meatloaf you got to have a mix with it. But how you mean, cool you are air fryers right? that they just called it an air fryer? It's like a little plug-in oven. What I didn't know about <laughs> air fryer was that it was actually the people that made Air Bud, but it was a religious thing. Oh, really? Yeah, pretty cool. Oh, good. Yeah. What um, about air fire? Could we do that? Just air, air fire? I think if Elon Musk invented that. Air fire with WD forty. You just cook stuff with WD forty. Air fire. I mean, you remember when there was like a craze for a while of cooking shit on your engine? Do you remember that? Like there was. I used to do that. With my snowmobile all the time. Their yeah, you used to cook things it's on your Friday engine. for Alex. Yeah, dude, back in the back before I met you when I had a snowmobile. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We used to take. Uh, we so had, you don't have a snowmobile anymore? Nope. Well, I didn't tell you to sell your snowmobile, man. I mean, everyone knows that as a comedian, you need a snowmobile. Dude, it's getting so bad. I just sold my jet skis this year. I had to sell my jet skis, dude. That I is a new level of sadness. Skis, plural. Yeah. Well, I went good with one jet. Well, one for each foot. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't know how they work. (laughs) These are my jet shoes. This is a super expensive hobby. His friends are like, you don't need to do that. Yeah, just a hockey stick holding them together. That I just and they're like, they're like, they're uh, like, well, you need a jet ski lift to get it out of the water, and also to the top of the hill. That's you don't so have any clue cool. Know, you know you who else sell, I how love? Many, what kind of jet ski did you have? I had uh, a Kawasaki SXR 800. Yeah, that's a good one. So before you make yeah. sign, you're living the Northern BC dream. Dude, snowmobiles, jet skis, uh, dirt, bike, bike, dirt bike, drugs, dirt bike. all of it. Yep. Yeah. I had everything. I depression. Brought, oh, yes, very <laughs> depressed. Yeah. Very depressed. Yeah, you hated that's your life. When all the toys sleep on your desk. Yeah. <laughs> you're just trying yes I, dude I slept so much at work it was and crazy and then man. he came was, and he saw a it was hero insane. he saw <laughs> a hero yelling about the government just getting paid 45 dollars an hour bar. to sleep dude it was like yeah. I would look you were like I have two hours of work a day yeah. I work 10 hour days yeah. yeah. I would play Fortnite till like 2 in the morning Yep. and then I would wake up at 6 53. <laughs> I'd have to be at work at 7. Dude, I remember. I would regularly, I'd wake up, and I'd be so grumpy because I drained all the dopamine playing video games the night before. Yeah. And I was up so late, and I'd wake up on four hours of sleep, and I'd walk into my bathroom, and I'd look in the mirror, and I'd go, I hate my fucking life! Yeah. And I would scream, and then I would grab my bag, I would go outside into the minus 35, I would drive to work the whole time, I would fuck, 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 and I would get into work, and I would get my work orders for the day, and I'd look and go, okay, I can get this done in three hours. <laughs> and then I would go to my chair, and I'd go, cool. Ah. And I would sleep until noon. 
And then I would wake up at noon, I would eat my lunch, and then I would work from one till four. And then at four, I would go to my end of the day meeting, and then I would uh, go home, wow. and then go back to playing video games. I've never been on Bezos' side before, <laughs> but I'm starting to get it. He's like, yeah, Dude. you pee in a cup. I'll tell you why. Because I know you fucking people. <laughs> You're playing Fortnite. Dude, I, it is crazy. Yeah, and now you just come home and go, what a terrible show. I hate my life. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what though the worst day doing something you love is better than the best day doing something you hate and it's true it's oh, absolutely yes, true yes, right it's the absolutely worst true. day you know doing who told me something that? you love you know who told me that Jeffrey Dahmer Jessica Alba. and he fucking <laughs> <laughs> he was like he was like you know what sometimes sometimes the bear eats you sometimes you eat the bear you know what I mean yeah <laughs> and also I mean a black guy and <laughs> Whoa, he eats a lot of stuff that guy Talk about he, at least he wasn't trophy hunting Very you know you know how he died you know why he died you know who killed him some inmate was there, and uh, he was like, I was sick of Jeffrey Dahmer making his food to look like human limbs and then fucking bragging about it. Really? And he's like, so one day, they were at like a, like a work detail at the gym, and the guy grabbed like a bar and just beat Jeffrey Dahmer to death. <laughs> and I believe sodomized him to death with the bar. Wow. And then beat another guy to death, too, because fuck it. Right? Why You're there not? anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and he wrote a book, Why I Killed Jeffrey Dahmer. And and it's all it is is like, he was a fucking psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> I killed him. Thanks, man. And like, but I heard that like, well, they that's don't... gotta be your salvation, right? Like, yeah. if you, you went get to out, jail right? for like, something bad. And then you're in there and you're like, man, my life, I yeah. really fucked up. I'm and you're like, how it. do I do something good for the world? And then some piece of shit comes in there. You're like yeah. this. And yeah. you sodomize him with a pipe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. I mean, I don't know the exact method of getting the salvation. Do it how you want. You know? Do it how you want. It's your time. It's your time to shine. It's your, your firework. You're a firework. The moment chooses you, right? Yeah, the moment chooses you. What song's going through your head while you're sodomizing Jeffrey Dahmer in the head to death with a pipe? I mean, what song's going At that point, probably Macarena. It was around the right, right time. Well, he's, well, right he's right. probably got all the DMT coming out because he's dying. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer's probably loving it. He's just DMT while the pipe is like, going in his butthole. He's seeing kaleidoscopes. Well, that happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did that happen with like a guy? There was like a serial killer, and he like was Banksy? like uh, he no Banksy was a serial. Killer. Wouldn't it be great if Banksy was a serial killer too? He's like I make beautiful oh, art, but I also oh, murder wow. people. Yeah. yeah, and they're like, hey, we've tied all the Banksy arts <laughs> to horrible murders. Yeah. In the town. We and found this guy inside out, and then we found this phone booth with a pickaxe yeah. in it. I think pretty much is the same. But now they're worth way more. The yeah. Yeah, that's, worth yeah, way more. that's the thing is if you're murdered by Banksy your funeral is fucking amazing right? there's oh, people yeah. bidding dude, that's a, <laughs> do I have 5,000 do I have 5,000 the weirdest thing I, I think about a funeral is the fact that it's like that's what I always say like the only way I could get all my friends together in the same room now is if I faked my death yeah <laughs> you know like it's so hard to get yeah. your friends to hang out yeah. you know and you're like now that I'm dead you'll come and hang out the like, thing about that funeral why are we doing the thing is the guest of honor is dead but yeah. what a fucking weird party. Dude, like, it's you weird. That? Dude, that's the craziest but, but thing. But imagine if you had a surprise party for a dead person. A you know what I mean? Like, they'll never see it coming. Yeah. Well, they didn't. You know? Like, a surprise party. You're dead, and yeah. you just show up, you and you're like, party. I'm dead. Yeah, imagine if your funeral was a surprise funeral. You. Imagine if it well, was a surprise funeral. Well, no, a surprise funeral, that's, that's just a murder. Yeah, That's true. just someone comes home, and you're like, yeah, you're dead. You're like, what? You're like, ka-ching. Yeah. Hey, happy birthday. I actually was at a surprise funeral, technically. You were at a surprise funeral? What so happened? How about that? I'm not going to say the name, but we were at a birthday party. And oh, the person's kind of sick. Oh, no. Oh, and no. And there was a theme of heaven and hell. And then they played like a video of the highlights of the life. Oh, no. And the person's got like a very severe illness. And I turned to my friend. I'm like, I, I don't think this is a birthday party. Oh, like, my God. This is a celebration of life. I think this is a surprise funeral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, wow. Would you go to, like, if someone said to you, is like, if something was, so say you're like 90, right? And you're on your way out. You're like, yeah. hey, you've got all the fucking things. All the things. All the things you want. You know, the cancers, the fucking, the dimensions, whatever Dirt the fuck bikes. it is you want. Dirt bikes. You got the Kawasaki jet skis. Whatever the fuck it is you want. You got, the, oh, he's got the jet skis. Now, um, but say, so you know you're on your way. You don't know when, but you know it's like, yeah, it's fucking you're class 90, ticket. Yeah, yeah, you got you're something. on your way. And so someone's like, we want to do a celebration of life for you. Like, do you feel like that's, them being like enough already like you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like you sit like it's dragging on you know what I mean like I mean, we were the grandkids we, could use the inheritance do you remember you know? the 85th birthday and we were all like yay here we go now you're still you know like but would you like would you want a celebration of life while you're still alive or would you want to be like I'm just I don't even like birthday party. parties like my own I birthday don't either. party yeah. I don't know yeah. but 
I kind of want an Irish exit. I want people to be like, did you hear? I'd be like, what? <laughs> just like, he fucking died. What, like on a show? No, no, he died in general. Finally. You know, there'd be a lot of that. But I don't know. Would you like that? Would you like a celebration of life? If you were, if you knew you were on your way out. Oh, yeah, for sure. Do you want it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The more I get to see my friends. He live streams on more. TikTok. <laughs> yeah, it all turned into a comedy show, let's yeah. be honest. Oh, yeah. Oh, sell out a big that. venue. I would absolutely <laughs> love that. <laughs> it wouldn't it be great if you, if you did your celebration of life and like it's like you picked a huge venue and right before the celebration of life, they're like, maybe it'll be walk-ups. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have gone to Queenie. I should have went to the Vogue. You know what? You know what? A lot, it's, it's a busy street. A lot of people come by. It's, I start you know barking for my own celebration you know of life. It's payday was last weekend, so people are just like, you're like, you're just celebration. Like, you can't even sell out your celebration of life. It's a summer show, and I can't see or or can yeah, I came, like, oh, can't do that. It's just a bad weekend. Yeah. You know, like, Atlanta's Farset's in town, and Alex is like, really? The Junior B team made it to the fucking finals. <laughs> I locked. Oh my god, that would be perfect. That would be the oh. perfect death for me. Would be like I couldn't even sell out my own funeral. Oh, that's so funny, yeah. <laughs> like there's tickets available. Like low ticket warning yeah. goes on Instagram. To, it's not really low ticket warning at all. Give away free tickets to fill up the seats. Papered <laughs> funeral. Oh my god. I've never god. seen this guy before, but it was pretty good in the end. Hey, did you leave your email on a business card in a fishbowl? Now you get to come sign the funeral. Ninety percent of the people. People never heard of you know, before. What do you do? Well, I went to a funeral last year and I didn't like it that much. Funerals aren't any good. <laughs> Dude, I, I love used to go it. see a fucking DJ. <laughs> they say it's someone else's funeral. It's Dave Chappelle's funeral. He's going to yeah. be here. Like when you. Oh yeah, they're all, yeah. Dave Chappelle's funeral's coming <laughs> yeah. to town. Yeah, he moves his body around like Lennon, like the Queen. <laughs> oh, who's, the, who's this guy's opener? <laughs> If someone dies before you. <laughs> it's like, hey, I mean, I gotta follow a dead kid. What the fuck am I? I gotta follow a dead kid before your funeral. It's my funeral. Yeah, it's over his funeral. Like his funeral. <laughs> and my funeral. We People are leaving life. halfway through while they drop the checks. Dude, I heard his opener at polio. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. So that has to be a thing. I don't know why that's not a thing, but it has Holy to be a fuck. thing. Hmm. Oh uh, yeah, they must yeah. do that. They must do that. Absolutely, fucking have to have like funeral. I would love to attend a paid funeral. A paid funeral? Yep. I like would people pay to watch, to be, like a seat filler, like What's the, the worst Emmys. Funeral you guys have been to? Never been to one. <laughs> what? Oh no, that's not true. I have been to funerals. Oh, I've been to funerals, but I mean they're not really funerals though, because they're very quiet little affairs. Like like wakes. I've been to wakes. Okay, yeah. I went to a funeral uh, a few years ago. I've been to a couple. So one of them, well, I was way too young. I was a kid. I remember it was the funniest thing. The thing what kids do was my great grandma passed away. Yeah. And you don't really even understand death or whatever. Like, yeah. She was, she was the dude. She was like 99. Like she was like so close to my Oh, fuck. That's so close. <laughs> so close. One oh. year, man. Oh. Not that even a year. Like, a letter from the queen. Like, God, I know. You get a yeah. letter from the queen, 100. Really? Yeah, 100. <sighs> yeah. That's Did why the she queen died. get she a letter from the queen? The queen? No, she didn't run away. She didn't get letter. herself a letter. <laughs> Shit. My grandma died like a day after she got a letter from the queen. She really? Was hanging on for it, and then she got it. She's like, she got the letter. It's a good thing they had the right address. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, return to sender. Return to sender. So you went to your great grandma's? Yeah. So I was at my great grandma's, and I remember. Oh God. What happened? Is that Some, Atlantis? Something happened. Atlantis Morship. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Um, Atlantis Morship. No, so at my great grandma's funeral, uh, I remember it was the, like at one of the most kid moments I had yeah. because it was they're doing that thing where they're going, hey, uh, let's just remember all the good times we had, you yeah. know, with with your grandma. Uh, remember all the fun times, all of that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I remember turning to my parents and going, why are we remembering all the good times? I was like, why don't we just remember all the bad times? That way we won't miss her. That's actually very <laughs> philosophical. Yeah, yeah, dude. And I was like, came out of my mouth as like yeah. a six-year-old or something. Yeah, no, that's pretty, that's smart though. What? You're like, huh? That's smart though. This seems simple. No, it does make sense because it's like, and that's why, that's why losing a pet is so hard because there's no bad times. Mm -hmm. And you don't, you don't have any, you don't have any, because they were completely dependent upon you. Yep. They need like, when my dog died, let me put her down. But when, when, when she died, it was like one of those moments where it was like, because I had lost my grandma. I was super close with my grandma, but she had died um, a few years previous. 
And, um, oh, thanks, man. It's got a shot of vodka in there, Jim. Ah, there you go. We moved on to the fucking non-alcoholic beer that oh, he put vodka dude, in. Did I drink all those tequila sodas? I think so. Holy shit. Did yeah, it. yeah, for sure. Wow, fuck. We've been here for three days. It's been a long time. And um, so when when my grandma died, it was like super close, but I didn't cry at all, which is weird for me. Cause, well, that's not weird for me. I'm not, I don't cry a lot. I'm an emotional guy, but I don't cry. But when my dog died, it fucking broke me. And it was because a uh, uh, great comedian, good friend of mine named Chris Gordon, as you know um, told me he was like it's because um, you're their entire world you're, a, you're your animal's entire world they didn't they didn't really have anything you know nothing around nothing other than you and you know and my partner or my wife exists to them that's everything to them and so they were completely dependent and they needed you all the time and there was never a bad day it was always good yet with a grown-up human, there is the moment of like, well, you know, you don't always get along, or you don't always, and they don't need you, and they're not dependent, so you don't have that same feeling of you've let them down that you get yeah. with an animal, which is kind of what I think. Well, it's like you know. so many, any of those books, like that, like How to Win Friends and Influence People, that like Carnegie, or like any, yeah, dude, or any of, like any book, Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, every mm. book that's to do yeah. with like interpersonal relationship stuff and how to build those, yeah. they all make reference to dogs. Oh, yeah, they really? all do. Oh, yeah. And they all talk about them. And they oh, go... Yeah. Be a dog. Exactly, yeah. dude. Because it's yeah. basically, you're yeah, like, you who is the most powerful thing in our society? It's a dog. And it does nothing. Yeah. Yeah. But what it does, it just never... It just constantly gives to you. It just gives and gives. We're talking about Randy Jackson, right? Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. Yep. <laughs> and There's a reference that only no. people like dog. DMX. DMX. Oh, yeah. Dude, have, you seen, have you seen that uh, clip where... Um, they're talking about DMX. Who was it? Uh, Jay-Z. Mm. Is it Jay-Z? Talk about how he had to change the way he performed because of DMX. Yeah, really? Yeah, I haven't yeah, seen yeah. that. What? Oh, dude. It's because... follow D- him, I think? Yeah. He had to yeah. follow him on this tour. Like, Jay-Z. It was Jay-Z's tour and DMX mm. was the opener. And he's like... You're going to follow DMX? Holy dude, shit, he's like, dude. He's like... It's he's like... DMX, he barking. <laughs> DMX would just go out there. Like, to start the show, he would just lean into the microphone and be like... <sighs> And he's like, the crowd would go fucking nuts. And he's just growling into this thing. And then he comes out there and he's just, oh, oh. And at the end of his set, he's like, they're going crazy. Mm-hmm. And he would close every set by doing a prayer. Like he would bleed everyone in prayer. And he was like out there sipping Jesus some like cognac thing that looked like blood. He said it looked like it was a veil of blood and he's drinking it, like getting them going. And then he would close like in, in prayer with everyone. Oh my God. And then... Jay Z comes out and they're like, "It's yeah, a man. hard knock life, <laughs> it's a hard knock life." <laughs> and he's like, "That motherfucker! I had to change my whole performance and yeah. learn yeah. how to follow this guy because wow. it was so like he's like just the levels that he brought these people to, yeah. and then back." Yeah, imagine being that. Imagine being like you know you're doing your, your career is going great and everything's great and then you bring DMX on tour and just sitting backstage being just like, "Bodying fraud." <laughs> fuck am I doing here? Like, watching someone like that go up, like, whoo, whoo, and just fucking the audience goes insane, and you're like, I don't, I fucking, I don't even, I don't even just give him Beyonce, have this. I don't know. Like, but like, I, like, that's amazing to me, well, because, like, good, like, good hip-hop is like, is like, good old country music, is like, good anything, it's like, it, fe- it connects to you, right? Did you know that Garth Brooks is like, the guy? For what? The most sales ever? He's yeah, he's pretty. High, he's pretty yeah. big there. No, yeah. no, like yeah, yeah. just Wait, like for go. Him if you or look Chris up, Gaines? No, dude, look up most alter ego. most platinum. No. Oh, uh, Clyde. No, what's Chris his face? Gaines, Chris Gaines. Gaines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> big Gaines. He had hair. Yeah, uh, yeah. Garth Brooks is like his numbers were. Dude, fucking nuts I had no in the idea, 90s. and you can't even look up any of his shit. So it's like if you well, look up crazy. It's this R I A A certification. Yeah. So artists. With the most, uh, where is it? Most diamond certifi- certifications, I think. Is him? I'm pretty sure it's fucking Garth, Garth Brooks. Brooks. He's up there for sure. I know there's numbers in the What's 90s, particularly. Fucking so insane. I don't um, even know. It's, I don't. Really um, uh, I don't know a single Garth Brooks song actually. I don't know anything <laughs> about country or new country particularly. Because it was. I was looking it up the other day because uh, that Macklemore post. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys saw that. Macklemore. So here, look. <laughs> I Diamond Awards. Garth post. Brooks. Diamond Awards so is seven. Mm-hmm. And then The Beatles is seven. Yeah. And then Led Zeppelin is six. Eminem, five. 
Eagles four, Shania Twain three. Never heard of any of these people. Elton John, Adele. But it's like Adele. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. But so what it is? I use a Mac. It's like. (laughs) 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 Wow. So So stupid. uh, This is. But what the crazy thing for McAvoy's was. The yeah, time? yeah, dude. Like my buddy was telling me that because I love Eminem, and my fucking hillbilly buddy's like, dude, Garth Brooks is like out selling Eminem big time. Yeah. And I was like, no fucking way. Yeah. He's white, so and, you probably like him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you're like, oh my god. Of course. So you mean I could I could have hip hop with more white people and less <laughs> rapping? <laughs> so wow, I like the idea of this. Like you don't really like country music. <laughs> So there's other types of music? And you're like, yeah, yeah, there's totally other types of music. I didn't know there was more. Wow. They have pianos and stuff? Yeah. There's pianos. There's a zither. There's this sound. That's a real music sound. So anyway... Why? Because I looked it up. Oh, this is better with alcohol. Macklemore has been... They just, they're like one of the only guys. They're the coolest, dude. He's one of the only guys. So what happened is they got another thing that went diamond. So they've had another, like songs can go diamond, albums go diamond. Yeah. Like he's had, they had another song go diamond. So they said, <laughs> you're one, music producer you're like well. one of only 20 people ever in the history to have more than one diamond. Wow. So McAvoy's that. And they're the only people ever to do it independently. Wow. He's the only person That's ever cool. without a label, dude. So the number one ever. is Garth Brooks, yeah. not Neil Diamond. Nope. Wow. You <laughs> would think of all the people. Because that's He already started with one. He already started with one. And a head start. I always said this. Like, if my name was Neil Diamond, if I put out my first album, my first album would be Neil in the Rough. Because I would just wait for people to be like, what the fuck? Like, Neil Diamond, Neil in the Rough. <laughs> right there. That's how you know I'm a comedian and not a Neil Diamond. You, Neil Young or Neil well, that's Diamond? Better. I like that. Actually. Well, no, you just that's need to move good. it so we uh, don't have continuity all the time. Um, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> it's not like we added. Um, okay, so, all right. So, Neil Young, right? right. I didn't know about this. Neil Young and... Died of old um, age. You, is he dead? I just wanted to try oh, to do yeah, the opposite. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you said diamond in the rough, and For I was playing on I words like, here. Well, I'm talking about the Korean Neil Young. And, uh, the Korean? <laughs> the Neil Jung? Neil Young. Neil Jung. <laughs> the Neil Jung, the philosopher, the German philosopher Neil Young. And, uh, <laughs> Dude, I'm actually reading a book on Adlerian theory right now. Really? Dude, it is crazy. Adlerian like, theory? Adlerian theory. Oh, Alfred Adlerian. Adler. Is that from Game of Thrones? No. <laughs> Alfred Adler? Alfred Adler. Oh, okay. It's, uh, it's a really good book. And what's he got to say? Dude, he has got some wild takes. Has he? Which, oh, you, dude, he would be so canceled today. Would he? It's crazy. Oh, yeah, dude. It's But it's crazy. <laughs> Women are love things. It. Okay, that's not good. That's not good at all. No, you know what? Adler. He just comes out. It's like Churches, microwaves, women. One, oh. page one. Jesus Christ, Adler. <laughs> they, uh, no, he didn't, he didn't even believe in trauma. Like, he just believes trauma. Does he believe in it? Yeah. Which is crazy. I'm like, dude, say that Has he ever been to an happens. ER? There's <laughs> <laughs> a shit ton of it up. And you tape before our time. <laughs> oh, no, but it's crazy. Like, the way that he breaks it down is very, very good. So he was in trauma. No, well, so... He needs to be punched in the face. No, so he's not... <laughs> yeah. so here's, we should traumatize yeah, him. Here's <laughs> his thing, is that everything is a choice. Is his thing. Oh, okay. And it's very, it, it, it's pretty good. It holds water pretty Everything well. Everything is a choice. It holds water pretty well. It does. <laughs> it does. Because he goes like this. So there's him and then there's, uh, what is it, Freud. Freudian theory, right? Yeah. So Freudian was very cause and effect. Mm-hmm. So cause and effect being like, hey, here's the cause. Now here's the effect. So, so, fuck your mom. so they would say, then fuck your mom. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, After you want yeah, to yeah, beat yeah. up your dad. Yeah. So then, um, so he talks about like, so social anxiety. Right? So this kid, say you have social anxiety because mm-hmm. you were bullied. So mm-hmm. Freud's theory would be cause and effect. So if yeah. the guy was bullied, that's so the cause, the effect anxiety. is social anxiety. But the reason Adler says, well, that's not true, there's obviously some level of choice going on here mm-hmm. because the, uh, cause and effect can be disproved very simply because you should be able to make it repeatable. 
then the same cause doesn't always yeah. lead to the same effect. So there's something deeper going on. Yeah, because levels of trauma continue to evolve as the person evolves. So if the trauma itself, so if the cause and effect of the trauma, so so bullying when you're seven years old has a different effect than being, so it puts you in a position where you allow yourself because you have lack of confidence to be manipulated and pushed around when you're 25 years old. And that is a different type of behavior than flat out bullying. The way you're treated when you're nine on a playground is very different than the way you're treated when you're 48 working middle management. And so the result is different. Right, but you're so you're saying every nine-year-old is going to have the same effect. No, not every nine-year-old. Nine no, because human no. beings are different. So there's something different. Exactly. Human beings are different human beings, but trauma is legitimate because it sets off. It's the first domino mm-hmm. in a thing that sets off all the other domino. Mm-hmm. And if you're saying that that domino doesn't affect, if you you cannot have a human that exists without outside influence, it doesn't work. It's right. it's, it's never happened. Well, that's why so, Adler believes every problem in the world is an interpersonal problem. Oh, so does every Adler understand one. chemical imbalance for mental illness? I don't know. But I bet you smarter than everyone in this room. I guarantee you that. I guarantee you this guy knows more than all of us. Here's the thing, is like, is like, so if you're saying if if trauma doesn't exist, if there is no existence, then he's saying that the outside influence on the human psyche doesn't exist. No, he's not. So he's saying, so he's saying only positive out influence. So if there's no, no negative influence on the human psyche from uh, the outside. So here's here's an example he gives. It's very good. He says, okay, so because the, the way this book is written, it's very good. It's called The Courage to Be Disliked. And it's well, he's getting right ahead of the game. <laughs> he's page one. And what it is is there's a young man, and he's interviewing a philosopher, mm-hmm. and the philosopher is basically regurgitating Adlerian theory to mm-hmm. him. And the young man saying, you know, like, oh, I want to change my life. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, like, I, I'm not happy with this. I don't want to keep living my life the way I do. And he goes, no, you do want to. And he goes, well, no, I don't mm-hmm. because I'm unhappy. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, you don't have the courage to be happy. Mm-hmm. It's basically right. what it is. Okay. And so he's saying you don't, like, you have a choice here mm-hmm. and you're not choosing it yeah. because mm-hmm. you don't want to. Right. Because you know what you're, the choice that you're going to have to make is going to be a lot of work. or a lot of this situation. Exactly. So then, like, an example he gives <laughs> is his friend. He goes, I have a friend who suffers from social anxiety. He was mm-hmm. picked on as a kid, mm-hmm. and now he lives in his parents' basement. And he will not leave. You can use my name. My name's Mike. Green. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Mike Green, I'm comfortable. Mike Green Thumb. Yeah. Mike Green Thumb. <laughs> yeah. He won't leave the basement because he was picked on, right? And so then... Uh, I get the whole basement. Though. So the, the whole thing. Yeah, you cool. have the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So then the young guy goes... Uh, the young guy says, So you're telling me that my friend mm-hmm. doesn't have social anxiety and that it's a choice mm-hmm. to stay in that basement. And Adler says, absolutely not. He goes, your friend. Can I guess when he's a ticker? Oh. He's choosing not to deal with the social anxiety. Is that what he would say? No, no. They're close. But that's good. Okay, that's sorry, good. No, 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 that's good. I'm an Adler uh, disciple. He lost yeah, the yeah. keys uh, to the basement. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally just a physiological issue. He lacks the motor skills to open the door. <laughs> <laughs> too many Cheetos on his fingers. <laughs> the, the Cheeto dust. The Cheeto dust. It's the dust. Warhammer put out a new update this Warhammer. week. Warhammer. No, I think that's, that's a, a reference one. to anybody who listens to the Athletico Men's podcast that they don't. But Warhammer. Anyways, that's just this fucking reference um, you won't get. But, anyway, but for me. so anyway, the kid he's got social anxiety, so he won't leave. So then he's saying, "Oh, you're saying my friend doesn't have social anxiety, and it's a choice, and he made it up." And he goes, "No, no." He goes, "Your friend absolutely has social anxiety, one hundred percent." He said, but what it is, is that you have to go, it's a mechanism that his brain developed to prevent being bullied. Mm-hmm. So he goes, there's always a goal. So he goes, look at, and that's the layer. Once he pulls that back and he starts doing this in these other examples, mm-hmm. you're like, holy fuck, dude. And he does it in so many <laughs> where there's a goal. It, it goes that, so your goal, your brain and your subconscious mm-hmm. has developed the goal to not be bullied. Mm-hmm. So then your brain goes, how can we prevent us from getting bullied so it goes let's mm-hmm. develop social anxiety so now when the subject goes to leave the house he feels anxious and the brain's like look man anxiety and he goes okay i'm staying inside and the brain goes fuck we did our job good he didn't get bullied yeah and so you have to peel back what is the goal and then when you start doing that like start looking at your own life like that yeah you're like well what am i really trying to do here like when i'm like going to the gym or when i'm eating yeah. that shitty food what is the goal that i'm doing like, comfort and and, I think you just and control <laughs> 
Dude, it does so many good ones. So that works in the situation of manufactured social anxiety or anything. But what if you're schizophrenic? What if you're autistic? What if you deal with mental illness that is physiologically proven to be an issue? What if your brain chemistry and your brain architecture is different than the average person? What if you're far too smart to exist in a regular world? What if you're far too stupid to exist in a world? What about the physiological differences that cannot be traced back to protectionism of the brain? That your brain is simply trying to adapt to a world that does not, it's a key that does not fit the lock. And so those people are not making a choice to be schizophrenic. Most schizophrenics don't even know they're schizophrenic until they're diagnosed or told they're schizophrenic. Mm -hmm. But they're making choices in their life based on the fact that their brain is not functioning properly. It's like trying to run on a broken leg. And so you're telling me that in in his mentality, um, your leg is not actually broken, but it is broken. It is physically broken. And right, so that may that be a different a case, dude. But I that's don't know the case. So those are the choices. So in that say, so the problem is, is there is really very hard, and I'm not saying that some of it is not manufactured. And the protection idea, that makes perfect sense. I, I personally experienced that myself. I know that I take myself out of situations because my brain is so broken. But I also have obsessive compulsive disorder. And mm-hmm. I also have depression. And I have a lot of problems that are chemical and physiological issues with the way my brain works. And so my brain is doing the best it can to adapt to a world that does not make sense to it. And mm-hmm. same with people with ADD and everything like that. There is a, and I know it's a buzzword and it's easy to say neurodivergent. I hate that fucking thing. But the reality is not everybody is the same. There is not a baseline or a zero point that we can start from. The way human beings are, I mean, we only just started to map the brain properly. So the way people are built are, is, is fundamentally different from each other. There's so many different people. If you look at a school system, I am not an idiot. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not a stupid person. Mm-hmm. I dropped out of high school. I dropped out of high school because I could not take the social and the, I, I the way my brain works is, when things go slowly, it upsets me to a point where I get, like, I cannot operate slowly. My brain doesn't work slowly. I, I, I don't like it. It doesn't work that way. I can't think that way. It. I didn't know until I was in my 20s, maybe 30s, that the way my brain needs to operate is at that speed. It's, it's like, it's like, Formula One cars have to go a certain speed to corner. Otherwise, they can't corner. When they go a certain speed, they can corner great, but if they don't go there, I didn't know that because those resources did not exist in the 90s and the 80s when I was young. And so I was forced into a position where I have no formal education. I was never accommodated. And I was many times ostracized from the class by my teachers. And then that is not um, something I created. Now, I may be reacting to that, but the physical, physiological makeup of my brain caused me to be a certain way that made me alienated from, and then it's cause and effect from there. But the initial cause was real. And so what I don't understand about that is you can say that your reaction is a choice, perhaps, but that also may come from someone who's never experienced real trauma. Soldiers with PTSD don't make that choice. Their brain is broken because they killed a family of seven in Vietnam, which they shouldn't have done. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> like, but they were talking back. Not, don't do that. But what I'm saying is like, so if you look at things like post-traumatic stress disorder, I mean, I have a friend who saw someone get pulled into a wood chipper mm-hmm. and destroyed that breaks your brain. I don't care who the fuck you are. You're a regular person. It's not 300 BC where you would just finish your bakery job and go down and fight the Spartans and fuck off back to work. That's not the way it works. Right now, we are not used to that. That kicks off something in your brain that breaks you. And so you may be able to fix it, but it breaks you. I understand, yeah. That makes sense. So do you think everyone who saw that would react that way then? Not everybody, but that's the difference. So what's what's happening there? So everyone has different physiological architecture in their brain, right? And so what happens is there's been study upon study upon study that certain kinds of depression and mental illness and PTSD or whatever rewires your brain. Your brain adapts to what has happened to it. Mm -hmm. So if something traumatic happens, your brain doesn't keep going down the same path. It fucking moves because it's like, I can't handle this. Right. But it no longer is a is a, a psychological choice. Yeah, it how, do becomes a physiological how do you feel choice. about accountability? Accountability is super important. And I'm not saying that these people shouldn't be accountable for their actions. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that the guy who stabbed people to death on a Greyhound bus and cut a guy's head off is not accountable for that. But the guy that did that and the guy that is alive now are different people. Because the brain that did that no longer exists because it has been fundamentally changed. 
Absolutely. And that's the difficulty. Is So when you deal with a situation where, for anybody who doesn't know, there's a situation on a Greyhound bus many years ago where a guy stood up and just cut a fucking guy's head off and then ate part of him and the whole deal. That person was undergoing a severe psychological, physiological psychological issue and has since been released because they have been rewired. Their brain has changed. And the chemicals they've been crazy given, the medication they've been given, out, and he's hey? out because the chemical, because the guy man. on medication, the guy that is out now is not that person. They are different people. And until we accept the fact that your brain is who you are 100% and the physicality is nothing, it is just happens to be how your brain gets around, that your brain can be changed. And as much as it can be changed positively by therapy, by medication, it can be changed negatively by trauma. I mean, dude, there's, there's proof now that DNA is damaged by emotional stress and emotional pain. DNA actually changes by emotional pain. Generational trauma is a real buzzword, but it is a physiological issue in some cases. Mm -hmm. People feel the pain of ancestors, and that changes the way your brain is. And so if you look at that, you can say, there's a lot of instances where you can say your choice is to be miserable. Your choice, is, and absolutely, I know that's a thing. But there are lots of, as someone who fights this every day, there is a point where you simply cannot control because your brain, which is you, has turned on you. And you know, you but feel yourself going down the, do the, you the think whirlpool. So? Yeah, Because I, like, I've struggled with drugs and alcohol my whole yeah. life. Uh, yeah. My whole life. And weight. Yeah. Like, my body weight, dude. Yeah. Like, I, like, I just went two weeks without fucking eating food to try and lose. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I do it all the time. Yeah. Like, I have been in a tug of war with yeah. weight. I was a fat kid my whole life. Yeah. And, and, like, I do. Like, I get it. I, I've... I just feel like everything's a fun. I go to the gym every day, dude. Yeah. I'm yeah, in the yeah. gym oh, no. every goddamn day. And you're day. making great and positive I, choices. And, and you're, I'm and like, you're, yeah. and I'm like, you know, like I just, yeah. I'm going to, I, I go to the gym every day. I basically, like I eat super clean. I intermittent mm -hmm. fast. Yeah. I write every day. Every yeah. day I write, yeah. like I write 30,000 words a month. You mm -hmm. know, I'm reading books every night before bed. Mm -hmm. I'm meditating. And I still just struggle so hard. Yeah. Like, I'll just fucking get drunk and blow it up and, and then do drugs for the there. fucking weekend. And I go, fuck, dude. Like, yeah. why? And I, but I never And go. everything that you said there is exerting control over your circumstance, which is your brain trying to control. And it's doing a good job. But because your habits are positive, people see them as positive. But if you said those habits were the other way around, so the, the drugs and alcohol are your way to escape whatever's going on in your brain. Also, but I feel like it's going me. Anytime nope. I make a mistake, I never go, oh, you Alex, are both. you have ADD and you have yeah. substance yeah. and alcohol problems. Yeah. I go, Alex, you're a fucking pussy. Quit drinking. You can do and, this. And or like when I'm gaining weight. Yeah. Like I will. Dude, I remember there's times where I was crying in my yeah. parents' kitchen eating handfuls of peanut butter yeah just yeah. crying going alex you're gonna be fat and forever why, and, and, and the i thing just is, can't is, stop what makes a human do that what happened to you in your life that i don't you know do that? but i and just exactly. know that i like so, uh, the option okay. is to fight it and go against it so when i was 18 but then so many people it seems like they just give in to the habit and they just i can't help it this so is what the thing is. when i was 18 i didn't eat for a month i didn't eat for a month i ate ch chiclets and coffee that's all i had for mm -hmm. a month i was so desperate but previous to that i had been bulimic i had serious problems with restrictive eating i hated myself I hated everything about me mm -hmm. i had no self-esteem i have no confidence one of the reasons my life is where it is is because I have absolutely no confidence. I don't believe in myself at all. I'm waiting for people to find out that That's I. That's what they say. Doing. Successful people are. Well, they say fuck. successful people have an insecurity that they're running from. Have Jesus you seen Christ, that I'm terrified. Like, like I'm, I believe constantly. That every time I put out a clip or anything on YouTube, I'm like, this is the day that people are going to say that you're a hack, you're shitty, you're a derivative of this, you're garbage. Nothing you come up with is original. I watch people. I'm terrified of myself. I don't trust myself enough. The fact that we're having this conversation to me is blowing my mind. That I'm actually speaking how I feel it's not usual but it's because I love you and we're friends and and it's just you guys are you know we've dirt bike together we've dirt bike together but what I'm saying is the window what I'm saying is, <laughs> is that, that, that what you're doing and what you're doing is exerting control over your life and that control spiral is something that a lot of people with trauma or issues do mm. I do it myself I do it in different ways mm. and so you're doing a positive thing for yourself, which is society sees as positive. You're exercising, you're writing, you're working but hard. But you know These why are good I do things. that? 
Because you have control. Well, well, the reason why is because otherwise I'd die. Exactly. So because if Your I brain did it, knows. I am ready. Like, yeah. I've been staring at death's door yeah. so many times, yeah. dude. Where, yeah. like, the same way when I was left in Prince George, at yeah. my house had all the things. Yeah. I, like, probably at my lowest points at least once a week, I was like, how am I going to end this all? Oh, dude. And I always thought, that's all my brain, always. Yeah. And yeah. I would just go, like, I never, it was funny because I could never disassociate until, like, I started doing a lot of therapy and talking to some people. And they're like, oh, man, like, I feel sorry for you. And I, like, realized, <laughs> I remember one, one thing I said one time that really stood out to me. I've ever said to a coworker, I was like, hey, man, like, does your depression get worse in the winter? And they don't know what it is. And he's like, <laughs> what do you mean? I don't think I'm depressed. <laughs> like, Isn't it weird when you meet like, someone who isn't? I'm like, you and don't, you don't think yourself it, more yeah. <laughs> than other times? Like, no, you I never want to kill myself. No, they, they, and I know. a lot of people and, are depressed and they don't understand what it means. And you realize that. But yeah. it's like, and that's the reason, like, and that's obviously why, like, I know why I'm doing what I'm doing. Like, mm. I set out to achieve, and it's to give myself yeah. a feeling of self-worth yeah. because I don't have that yeah. Yeah. otherwise. It's and the it's, same so as eating like, the peanut butter, you're just doing it with something else. And, it, yeah, well, the peanut butter seems to be more like a quick hit of the dopamine. That's yeah, like you're the, just doing, So it's delayed, delayed yeah. gratification is something that I've learned, but mm -hmm. also achievement. Like, now, for some reason, I feel like I'm stuck in, like, a status game where you're, like, trying to raise your status. Because the one thing, one narrative I know that runs through my head looping is I'm unlovable. And, like, because I'm in my mid-30s now, and I'm single, and I've just, I've never made a relationship work. Like, I've had... Is that a haircut, or...? I will not cut my hair! Sorry. This is a comedy podcast. If I cut my hair... Listen, we I... We just cut his uh, hair and it's just Tinder blows up. Oh, I'm going to grow my hair so long I can hang myself by it one day. Oh, God. Do you yeah, know what they call room. that? They call that a Rapunzel exit. No, <laughs> man. Just, just like, that would be like the... Do you think anyone's done that? Could I be the first? Would that, that would be, be amazing original, if you did like it. Because like, first album? of all, that would show off how great your hair was. And people oh, would be yeah. like, why would he kill himself with such great hair? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that seems like a bad idea to kill that, yourself. And then you'd have to do it as a mental health campaign. It's Even with hair like this, you could be that sad. Bell, let's go. Don't think because they have great bellets. <laughs> you got pretty great hair, though, right? It's but, pretty good, but, but I'm worried because it is getting thinner. And that's I my whole thing. My hair. whole shtick is that I'm like, dude, I have to get successful before I go bald. I think that's most men's challenge. That's every month. Yeah. You're just like, dude, you got it. Simon, we hit it off about fear of balding. Yeah. Uh, the fear yeah. of balding. And even though I was a comedian, you just thought I was a guy on the yeah. street that was afraid of balding. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we just, we, I used to have a sign that said, are you afraid of balding? Give me a hug. <laughs> I meant that's Alec fair. Baldwin because, and I was right. He's bald. Um, <laughs> bald win, more like bald lose. Yeah. But then you see people go bald, nothing. Like, I remember Grant Clark, I think, had a full head of hair when I met him. Yeah. And then now uh, he's gone bald and he's not. That's fine. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Isn't BM going bald? He had a Martin? great joke about that. He had a great joke about that. Uh, Graham Clark said, he's like, I call it going bald because it sounds like I'm doing something. <laughs> it's a fucking great joke. Ah, Just dude, a perfect so joke. Good. But I think that, and I think that this is the thing is like, is like I think one of the reasons that, uh, that I became your friend and that I find you interesting and everything is because you are a very intelligent person. But also intelligence comes at a cost. It comes at a price mm -hmm. a lot of the times. And often the more intelligent you are, the more the more difficult it is to exist in the world. Mm -hmm. And I always say that like comedians particularly are like modern fighter jets are essentially unflyable without computer help. They're very, very difficult to maintain trim and everything because they're designed to be hyper maneuverable, which mm -hmm. means they're also incredibly unstable. That's what a comedian's brain is. What a lot mm -hmm. of people with mental illnesses brain. Are. They're incredibly capable of doing these ridiculous things at speed that blows people's minds and everything, but they're inherently unstable. And whatever you have to do to maintain your flight pattern is what you're doing. Some of us um, maintain, I mean, I'm very lucky I never fell into the alcohol and drugs thing. I mean, I like to drink, but it's not something I ever relied on. But I tailspin like you wouldn't believe. Like there are days when I literally, I, suicide makes the only sense. It's the yeah, only yeah. logical choice. You have to talk yourself off that ledge. Someone told me once what that is, is your brain going, it's actually an optimistic thing is your brain going, there is a way to fix this, just so you know. Right. There is ultimately well, a way to fix this. Well, you talk about it with being like if your hand was burning on an oven, yeah. and like the quickest way is like just take your hand off. Exactly. You know, so yeah. it's like let's just pull the cord. That's what it is. And then we won't yeah. have this pain anymore. I had a very good friend of mine who's a, he's a, a comedian. I won't mention his name, but he's, uh, he's got OCD really badly. And we talked. And I was in a very, very bad place before I knew that's one of the problems I had because I knew I had depression or something, you know. And um, 
because also when you think OCD, you think like, oh, these crazy intrusive thoughts that are always like really repulsive or like ridiculous fastidiousness. That's not necessarily what it is. It's, mm. it's the kind that I have is that I do get some intrusive thoughts, but they're always about how I've harmed someone without knowing right. or done something negative without knowing. And it's, and what it is, is the way that particular mental illness works is it's that um, prey instinct that we all had from, you know, 500,000 years ago, or 200,000 years ago, whatever, is, is your brain is trying to figure out the worst case scenario so it can protect itself because you are thinking so far ahead of the situation. Mm. You're like, I have to make sure that I know all the outcomes. Unfortunately, your brain also finds the most negative outcome. And so you can go online. So say you convince yourself like I did that I had black mold poisoning. Now I know I probably didn't have it, but at that point I have to convince myself it did. Every single symptom, yeah, every single symptom I had. So I went on the internet and I would look for every single possible fucking confirmation that I was sick. And I didn't look for confirmations that I was fine. I needed to hear people say you are sick, and you can't find it because it's almost impossible. But then you'll find one comment by some fucking guy on Reddit or something, and that's what you cling to. Mm -hmm. And that negative connection is because your brain needs to be reassured that the madness that it's concocting makes sense mm -hmm. it's not looking for a solution it's looking for confirmation bias mm -hmm. and that's the issue with being and sometimes people hide from those things with alcohol well, or, booze like, or whatever it is you ever heard that like soldier mindset and scout mindset it's no. so cool where it's just like soldier mindset like a soldier has a mission it's like i have to figure this out and like scout mindset is just to find the truth yeah and so it's like it's you don't so, want to be a scout you want to be a scout no i mean you want to but for happiness, you don't want to be a scout. Yeah, you do. The scout's the move. You want to be the scout you leader. Know, yeah, but you no, want to be scout like, so leader because you're like, come to the tent with me. Because what they do, like your brain, when you get information, like what us, we do so often is like, uh, like the, the example they use is say like capital punishment. Mm -hmm. Say that like you're for it and I'm against it or something. Say that you then give me evidence showing mm -hmm. that it works. Yeah. If I have a soldier mindset, first thing I'm going to do is read through that. And I'm going to try to find any reason to discredit why this isn't true. Mm -hmm. And then even like a spelling mistake or date's wrong. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. this thing, the, the, the fucking date isn't even right. Look at yeah. the how to spell, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, this, yeah, yeah. and throw it out. Is where a scout mindset, which is what you should be striving for, is you take that information, you read it, you cross-reference it against your old information, and then you formulate a yeah. new opinion. And go, okay, here's what it yeah. is. And they say people with scout mindset are very good at... They don't tie intelligence to being wrong. No. So it's like if you're wrong, doesn't mean you're unintelligent. And they, right uh, yeah, and they yeah. don't look at like changing no, wrong your mind. Is good. Don't, they don't look at changing your mind as a weakness. Mm -hmm. Is why a lot of the time, like right now, if you know you come in the room and you can get someone to change your opinion on something, it's like, oh, they're weak-minded. You swung them. And right. it was like, well, no, you mm -hmm. just didn't have all the information before. No. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And it's like, so they don't. Uh, so like, what I've always said about comedy is like, whenever I talk to audiences, I go, I always assume the audience is as smart or smarter than me, and I always assume they don't have the time, the luxury of time that I have to look at shit. Mm -hmm. So my job, if I want to make a point, is to take it and use humor to make the point the most digestible and easy to uh, accept in a short amount of time as possible because I'm trying to make a point that I believe, but I've also had the luxury of time to look at. They're thinking about snow tires or their sitter or their what? kids or whatever the fuck they're doing. Okay. I'm sitting in a car thinking about, you know, universal basic income for five hours. That's all I'm thinking about. It's right. like, okay, how do we do this? How do we do this? And then my job is to take that idea and go to a room full of people who may know, don't believe in UBI to be like, how can I make this make sense to them? Even if they don't believe me or don't follow with me, how can I make my point as clear, as, as quickly, as concisely as possible in a way that is not confrontational, but is approachable and understandable? I live by a quote, which is when it comes to audiences, which is, it is not enough to defeat them. You must make them see they were wrong to oppose you. And so what that is, is it's not enough to it's just... Merciless. We, we approach comedy very <laughs> But it's not enough Who to go to a room Joffrey and murder. from Game of Thrones? Yeah, it's probably Hitler. And it's not <laughs> to go to a room and murder people. You must make them see that even if they don't find the point right, the joke makes sense. So to me, it's like I love comedians that I listen to that I may not agree with, but I'm like, I, I see why you did that. I understand. Mm -hmm. And so... 
I never thought that making making mistakes is how you learn. That's the point of things. Mm. I think if you have that soldier mindset, you're happier because you're always right. No matter what happens, yeah. you will find a way to be right. And you see that now with the internet. It doesn't matter what, like flat earthers is a good example. There are some people out there who legitimately believe the earth is flat. It doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter what you show them. There will always, well, it's fucking doctored. That's not true. Because they need to believe. That was my favorite in that documentary. Did yeah. you see that? The yeah, they're like, we're going to see the light. Uh, and nope. there's nothing they're nope. like no. so the experiment's wrong we gotta read. you could literally take them to space and they'd be like these aren't real windows like <laughs> it's, it's that but because but that must be so comforting to be at that point where you just believe so I mean you, you're frustrated the thing you're like, that I the world would find the me, most comforting believe? that I've come across should we cut her up we're good yeah, yeah, no, no we're good okay um, well we can finish this conversation the thing uh, the thing that I always think would be the most comforting is I like that's what I'm talking about like TV I've been trying to watch some like just chill zone out yeah just, dude yeah. I can't like I'm yeah. just like when I, I don't if I don't I wake up and I'm like like I think I was meant to be back my ex-girlfriend said this time she's like you would have been great in the tribe thing like hunt the wildebeest man yeah like that's your yeah. fucking thing cause yeah. dude like if I don't wake up and chase the thing yeah I'm like what am I fucking doing and like yeah. I go dude I walk I spend so much goddamn time alone mm -hmm. I live in a fucking RV by myself mm -hmm. and I will walk and I will look and I will see two people like at the park and I'm like, dude, imagine. Like, I know that you're really breaking it down because they have all their own interpersonal <laughs> problems and yeah, a ton yeah, of yeah, shit yeah. going on in their life and all that. But I just see two people fucking talking and having lunch. And I'm like, yeah. what's that like? Because <laughs> I'm like, is... I am like, I like, like the other day went to the fucking community yeah. thing and I'm on the laptop like eight yeah. hours. Just I've known you for a long time and, and I've, I've, I've seen you work and I've talked to you and we've been friends for a long time. And I've seen this in you that I see in myself, that I see in Mikey and I see in a lot of people and a lot of comedians, particu comedians particularly. The way the world is doesn't always make sense to us. And so we do the best we can to look human. <laughs> and it's like it's like being an alien on a planet that, like it's like being an alien that came to earth like i look like a human i know how humans talk and i know how they work and i understand and most of the time you can hold it together you can be like aha that is how relationships work i will do this because that is how relationships work but once in a while you're like <laughs> <laughs> like it's fucking yeah, yeah. shit because you're like i'm an alien yeah. i don't understand i am so frustrated by the world all the time you know how fucking annoying it is how slow people move it's so infuriating to me because i'm like just do the thing i know what you're gonna say just fucking say the words but it's not polite for me to go just fucking talk i have to yeah. be like oh your dog is what that, dude that's what someone, that. what someone made my old job said to me it's like alex do you know how annoying it is when you finish up one sentences yeah. like i know what you're gonna say just finish it like, it'd be on. funny if he's like do you know how annoying it is if i finish your sentences <laughs> I could talk to you for another fucking 10 yeah, hours, and I will after this podcast is yeah, over, yeah. but it is the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for uh, listening and or watching. Um, please send us an letter at www.skpodcast at gmail.com. Um, please follow us on uh, Twitter. Mikey, what's your Twitter? Mike Green to Fun? Mike Green to Fun on Instagram. Or, yeah, something like Twitter that. And, yeah. uh, Twitter and, you know, what's Armanian it? Alex Tells Jokes. <laughs> Alex Tells Jokes? Mm -mm. On TikTok? Nope. Alex Jokes? Never heard of her. Tells Alex Jokes? <laughs> Fuck, I don't know what if. Just find Alex McKenzie. We're going on tour together, too. So come and see us. If you're if you're going to see we're in Vancouver, we're in uh, we're in Prince George, we're in Kelowna, Kamloops, Red Deer, we're in um, Grand Prairie. We're all over the fucking place with yep. um, Robert Kelly. The Hungry um, for Laughs Hungry for Laughs Comedy Tour. Tour. That's a fundraiser? Yep. He nice. he booked yeah. a bunch of nice. very successful and famous entertainers and then threw me a bone. And I love it. <laughs> I, uh, you're one of them. He put me on the gig. They're going to like, drag us to success. Yeah. He's like, he's like, he's Who's like, on the show? Who's on the show? They're all flying and me and Simon are taking the RV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't have it any other way. We're cooking bacon. And, yeah, we're in every, uh, we um, got Arissa Kelly. We got uh, Chris International Foot Archer. So what I would say is it's like, it's the best show on the planet. It's I would a put it toe to toe against any other show, dude. It's a variety act we got world-class comedians we've got a the best freestyle rapper on the planet and an international foot archer yeah what? she shoots flaming bow and arrows she with has her to feet. go last <laughs> yes. because we are like, we're like yeah. I, I, yeah. Look, i'm funny but i'm not 
fucking flaming bunny. target fine. <laughs> like, let's face it. You're not following that. No, I'm not hot chick with flaming targets. Like, I can't fucking do that. Plus, after if she went first, everyone would leave. And then we'd be well, talking yeah, to we'd an empty fu- theater. We'd be talking to an empty theater. But then again, we, they already paid us. So maybe we... Hey, maybe this is a loophole. We could fucking get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you can uh, find all those tour dates on thisissimonking.com or ecl.com. Yeah, any, anywhere you want, man. Yeah. Just send a tweet. You could go to uh, hungryforlaps.net. You go to eclproductions.com. Uh, don't forget to brush and floss. Gingivitis is the leading cause of tooth decay in North America. Wow, you're just going to take that right out of Mikey's mouth. <laughs> Speaking of Mikey's mouth, gingivitis is the tooth <laughs> uh, Mikey Greenwood, uh, thank you so much. Uh, Alex McKenzie, thank you so much. Uh, this is hey fucking yo, fantastic. Yo, thank and thank you so much for watching. Uh, that's What's Wrong This Week. <laughs>